Hey, this is Keith. Or some actor playing Keith, I'm not really sure anymore. But um, we're coming to the end. The end of my Los Angeles con spree. But before I leave, I have some scores to set and discover a couple truths to be revealed. It's all going to come down to the season finale of Rideshare Episode X. It's going to drop on December 3rd. Now, until then, I want you to catch up by binge listening the first season. And I suggest that you do exactly as I say. Or you're going to miss all the fun. Hey, it's Brent Pope, the host of Breakfast with Brent Pope. You've seen me on some of your favorite TV shows saying things like, give it up, Jimmy. You got to sink this putt to win. On Breakfast with Brent Pope, I sit down with guests from the entertainment world and we do it all over breakfast. Or should I say breakfast? Every week on Breakfast, you get inside Hollywood info and tips, great breakfast wrecks and booty debates. Most of all, you get the most delightful 30 minutes of your week. So dig in. It's Breakfast time. Listen at breakfast.com, Apple Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Hi, I'm Buzz Dixon. I am the writer and story editor of G.I. Joe, and I'm here at Knowing is Half the Podcast, and uh, I'm with Ray, Robert, and Gina, and have a good time. He never gives up. He'll stay till the fight won. G.I. Joe will dare. G.I. Joe. Welcome back to your favorite G.I. Joe podcast show. We are back for another thrilling, enthralling... I was just going to say, I feel like you you do a good job when we have a guest, but that was immediately thrown nope. out the window when you messed nope, up. I've already screwed it up, and uh, <laughs> that's okay. This is Knowing is Half the Podcast. Intro, Good intro is optional. <laughs> it's never happened, so I it's, don't think it's optional. I believe it's restricted and not available. Yeah, We're still yeah. waiting on the first time. Uh, well, my name is Ray Stacanus. I'm Robert Chan. I'm Gina Ippolito. And we are joined by a very special guest. Uh, Hal Rudnick's here talking to us. Yay. Oh, thanks for having me, you guys. Glad to glad to uh, be in this miniaturized version of the Terror Drome. Yeah. yeah. A.K.A. Yeah. Robert's Apartment. Yes. <laughs> it's often called the Science Jerks Lab, but uh, when we're doing the G.I. Joe podcast, totally different makeup. Looks completely different. Yeah, you like, took, yeah. That, you took is... down all the science decorations and yep. the beakers, and mm-hmm. you added in the... You know, mm-hmm. um, pop fun co- cobra, you're, you're yeah, of, all the cobra fanfare. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, there really aren't a whole lot of terror. It's dark in here. That's about all I got. It's vaguely Look, drone shaped. It's kind of metally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How you do screen junkies? That's what yeah. I, I, ho- I host uh, the old screen junkie show on YouTube uh, and uh, have a lot of fun uh, with that and do a lot of UCB stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm a writer and actor otherwise. And the co- the comedy roasts the the the, the comic book comedy roasts. Oh, uh, we do a show at UCB called Tournament of Nerds. Yeah, yes. yeah. It's a is that kind what of you were pop, just referring to? Comic, the comic book pop culture uh, debate show. But yeah. you've done you've done the videos though, haven't you? Oh yeah, on Screen Junkies. Thank we've you. done okay. we have done. I've done several. Oh, okay, yeah. that specific <laughs> Screen Junkies thing I'm referencing that I've seen. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I mean if I'm wrong, that's really awkward. No, that, that, I know I've seen it. You're absolutely right. That is a new show on Screen Junkies Plus. We've done, uh, I think we've aired three of them now. We've yeah. shot four of them. We've won more in the offing. The Roast of soon. Harry Potter, right? Yes, that one. That uh, that's one. our latest. That's yeah. our latest. I, yeah. I love the uh, Roast of Captain America. 
Oh yeah, that was uh, good time. Absolutely wonderful, and you've done Rick Grimes as well, right? Yes, Dead. in the roast of Captain America, I was Red Skull, <laughs> and um, I spoke up in the middle of the roast. I was like, "Can you guys understand?" It was in German accent. Can you guys understand what I'm saying? <laughs> and uh, they said, "Yeah, yeah, just keep going." And then I had to come in and ADR everything. Oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I had to. But thankfully, because I was wearing a mask, this weird mask, it was hard to. Uh, make out what I was saying, but the, but thankfully with the mask you couldn't really see lip movement. So uh, that's you my exciting for, ADR story. You didn't opt for eight hours of face makeup instead. Oh, you know what? That's what I asked for in the contract, but they uh, were not able to fulfill that, mm. and now I'm thankful. <laughs> <laughs> well, today we are talking about a very exciting episode of GI Joe. It's called Glamour Girls. I have to be honest. Uh, yes. Uh, I Gina, this is very a lady nervous. Power. I was lady very power. nervous that this is going to start Cover Girl. When I read the description, which had to do with modeling, uh-huh. my very first note is, oh, God, is this a Cover Girl episode? Uh, not particularly. She's it wasn't. In it. it wasn't. I mean, she is in it. But you can't even really tell it's her, so it's totally okay. Yeah. <laughs> See, I thought that I thought the episode was going to echo the story of Dorothy Stratton, the playmate uh, who came Ooh. to Hollywood and then was murdered by yeah, her ex-boyfriend. Be yeah. I thought uh, I thought it was going to point by point, including um, her relationship with director Peter Bogdanovich. <laughs> Uh huh. That's in the that's the in the GI Joe extended version. Yeah, you were looking for the animated version of Star Eighty. <laughs> yes, I, I was looking for the animated version of Star Eighty. We all were. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, this was written by Beth Bornstein, a lady. Lady. She whoa, also whoa. Uh, did the epi- She did one other episode, and I oh. looked it up. Was that? I promptly forgot it. Oh, oh so, no. She wrote the the woman wrote the episode called Glamour Girls, and her second episode <laughs> was called Fancy Ladies. <laughs> <laughs> No, it was called Flint's Vacation. Flint's Vacation. Which is, it's, oh. it's the fancy Flint episode. It's the one where he wears the sweater. It is. That's the one Gina uh, wasn't there to record. We oh, had a special I was, guest, I was, Bill Radner. I was just about to say, I don't Flint. remember that episode. No, you don't. <laughs> the Flint's Vacation episode is a lot more fun and uplifting than the Flint's Staycation episode. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, got, he got his paycheck Netflix. cut. Yeah, <laughs> gets a little bit done around cut. the house. I will say that uh, season two has not been doing has not been doing well on the old Bechdel test. Mm. I think today is going to be and, a, a and change today of might pace, be a, a change of pace. Since mm-hmm. three quarters of the characters in yeah. this are female, I feel like this is the this is the episode that like the little boys at home watched it and they're like, I hate GI Joe. Why did I? Oh God, why are there so many girls? If I wanted that, I'd watch Gem. Ugh. <laughs> right? Uh, well, yeah, kind of surprisingly, you would think that uh, often t- there have been plenty of women in these episodes that have been very sexualized. Bikinis and just mm-hmm. like just bou- just like bursting out of the uh, their clothes. Yeah, and you think with uh, an episode full of fucking models that they would have had, you know. I mean, just... we we almost see see a teat from Zarana. Zarana. Yeah, I wonder. Do you think Zarana? I mean, because uh, okay, follow me on this. Uh, <laughs> Zarana and Zartan um, are both kind of punk rock and the dreadnoughts are definitely punk rock mm-hmm. so uh with that process of uh powers of deduction do you think zarana's nipple is pierced <laughs> <laughs> yeah actually that's a good point i think it would be hard for her to go undercover with a pierced nipple unless mm. it was removable but then what's the point all right. piercings are removable ray well if you try hard enough wait a minute how often do you think we're uh, zarana's nipples are getting shown yep. when she's undercover well, I'm just saying oh, you would see yeah. something maybe through a fancy like ball gown. You'd see a little like piercing, and maybe that would not be appropriate for the character. Also, I, I bet she's had to sleep with someone for a mission before. Mm-hmm. Uh, missionary. Uh, <laughs> do, uh, do you think Zartan has Prince Albert? 
Oh, yeah. I could see Zartan having a pierced penis. <laughs> yeah. What's the brother's name? Xandar. Xandar. What's his thing? I feel like we haven't seen him that much. Pierce He's, butthole. Yeah. Pierce butthole. He really doesn't do very much. <laughs> He's there when we need somebody on the team to fail who isn't a dreadnought. <laughs> yeah. He's like the Darth Maul of G.I. Joe. He just always he uh. screws up every time he shows up. Oh, really? But we are all supposed to assume he's very talented. I feel like that family has a low success rate, to be honest, because Zartan <laughs> also fails a lot. Well, in the movie, Zartan was president. Yes, that oh. is correct. Better president, Zartan or Trump? Well, I'd go Ooh, Zartan. Zartan. Well, that's not yeah. a good question. How do I know Trump isn't Zartan? Right? This is my mm. second question. Practically. That's, this that's feels like Zartan as president. It does. <laughs> All right, Dreadnoughts, go to town. Yep. I'm going to put you in the cabinet and just, just fuck shit oh, up. Wait, the Dreadnoughts are uh, part of the alt-right? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, 100% yeah. certain. This all makes uh, sense. Now. Yeah, wow. We've really tapped in. <laughs> my secretary of education, buzzer. <laughs> I'm into it. Uh, well, this episode begins with a, a women, woman in a machine, mm -hmm. and there's a little like things all over their face, and then somebody pulls a switch, and one of the ladies now so, no longer has a face anymore. Yeah, this reminded me of. Has anyone Ooh. ever seen the Twilight Zone movie? Every everybody yeah. well, sure was that 1982. Right. Yeah, uh, give or take. Yeah, it's it's the one with uh with um Lithgow, Lithgow, and the guy that got his head chopped off by the uh, oh, helicopter. Oh yeah, um yeah, John Landis uh, directed. Yep. Yeah, yeah, and and there's and the very last vignette in the Twilight Zone movie is is a remake of the old uh, Billy Mummy episode. No, Black it's like and the White second episode. one. Victor Morrow, uh, by the way, is the guy who got. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. The guy who got killed. I think a, a, we're in a couple of pe a couple of other people, non-famous actors got killed. killed? Oh, well. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Well, if they weren't famous, who cares? Right? Yeah, that's right. True. That's true. <laughs> but there's a there's a, a a scene where they show where the little boy who has these horrible powers. And shuts up anyone or sends them to the cornfield that he doesn't like. He shows his sister, and they said like, "Oh, he got mad at his sister because she she talked back or she wouldn't stop talking during whatever." And they show her, and she has no mouth. Nah. And I saw it when I was little; it was terrifying. Uh, yep. For the record, when I saw this episode when I was young, it was also terrifying. <laughs> Moral of the story: No face on a human being is pretty terrifying. Yeah, I'm still a little bit scarred by that. Um, well, by the episode that you just watched today. Uh, by, the, <laughs> by the no mouth thing, I've, yeah. I've sort of come to terms with it. But anytime some somebody's thing is missing, like uh -huh. Voldemort had a problem with the nose being gone because oh. it really felt uh, like that episode just a little bit. No mouth is uh, more terrifying to me than no oh, nose. Oh, like 800. percent Yeah, but there's still like flashbacks. Um, I would think no nose isn't even the worst thing. Like, oh, great, no more boogers to worry about. Yeah, isn't I, there a Doctor Who episode where there's there's this stuff that fills in holes? Is that, mm. that, that, oh, like like face spackle. <laughs> yeah, like, like you like dicks. Now, now I'm thinking maybe it's not oh, Doctor Who. Maybe it's something what, more horrible. Yeah, there is no way there's a Doctor <laughs> Who episode. So I'm just I'm just gonna steer this bus into into the into the ditch because whatever she, whatever Gina was going for. There's an episode of something where there's like an airborne <laughs> disease, and when it's inhaled, every like hole on the human body. Are you sure that's not a Powerpuff up. Girls episode you <laughs> yeah, wrote for yeah. this season? Yeah, it's definitely a, it's definitely a little. <laughs> Are you just cartoon. is this a sly way to plug an upcoming thing you worked if on? If you or? know what it is, tweet it at us. I'm I'm gonna go home and research it a lot. So. You guys at GI Joe Podcast <laughs> for your theories because this doesn't exist. It, to it totally exists. Do well, you guys have a Twitter? 
We do. At G.I. Joe Podcast. Gotcha. Great. Uh, We find out uh, Madame Vale is the client today. Mm -hmm. She is a cosmetics tycoon, Mm -hmm. and she wants... This is the most... This is even more than last episode with uh, McCann, like, having a big revenge plot. She's going through an elaborate process just so that she won't be so old in the face anymore. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder if she tried plastic surgery first before right. spending billions of dollars to invent an evil machine. Yeah, why is it? And you know what? Why, why couldn't she just age like a boss, like fucking Anna Winter? You know, it's right. like, oh. no, she's just like because she works in cosmetics. No, well, I would argue that this woman is on the cutting edge of the anti senescence movement, and much like anti semitic uh, senescence movement. What is that? Uh, and uh, aging. Ah, uh, it anti senescence. Yeah, it just, is. It I is the science of uh, of fighting the effects of aging. Oh. Uh, and there's a lot of right. uh, technologies that we're working on. Uh, they're doing a lot of uh, uh, work with genetics, figuring out which genes to shut off. They figured out how to. I think it was a, a rat. They they found some genes uh, that they just shut off and they just stopped aging. Oh God! Um, this is like the beginning of like children of men or something. This is what leads to horrible things happening in society. We all become sterile. Is that the next step? Yeah, yeah. Would, you got a problem with living forever? <laughs> you know I what? Just think that's the goal. You know what genes help you fight aging? Skinny jeans, because all the young people are wearing them. I would have gone to those why those why am I jeans? I keep seeing billboards for everywhere. I don't even want know what that butt. is. I'm not want hip enough for that. Have you ever been? If you've oh, ever been here, yeah, I've there's seen one like right out there. I keep on walking every, by it. They're on the benches at the bus station. Yeah, I think it? I've seen them. What about a butt? Want a better butt? Want a better butt? Oh, yeah. oh. Don't know what it is. What it does? Yeah. Usually, you guys know me. I notice all things to do with butts. Yeah, I can't believe I haven't seen this. Quite frankly, outraged that you don't know what this is uh well cobra commander i think correctly says to the to the room hey i don't think this is a thing we should be worried about doing and serpentor comes in and i'm sorry do you have a sound file for me mr chan because uh, uh serpentor comes in and shuts that shit down because i will it i must possess this process He's he, not clear on why he knows the process. just that he wills it and he must have it. I think he's a very vain man. I also, every time I see him in that heavy, whatever his costume is made of, his balls must be so sweaty and stinky in that thing. <laughs> well, he obviously doesn't want to look a day over three months. <laughs> uh, my but, guess is that he, is, he, he wants to use that technology... Uh, to create a ball transference machine, if you will, oh, to replace oh. the obvious. Yes, obviously, you're correct. Sweaty balls, prematurely aged. But, uh, yeah, yeah, plus he, uh, that motherfucker's used to Egypt. You know, yeah, it's hot. That's yeah. He's used to that That's Egypt true. heat. Mm-hmm. So That's a little true. like Terradrome, like Terradrome is well AC'd. Were there any, they have were central there any, cooling? That's were there point. any cold weather leaders that they got his DNA from? Or was it all? I feel like it was. It was like Genghis Khan. I want to say that Rasputin was in there. Rasputin oh, was in there. Oh. Yeah, of course, Geronimo, my favorite person they pulled That's from not a for cold no weather good thing. Uh, if he lived in North Dakota, he'd be living in cold weather. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I must whoa. admit at this point that <laughs> I have no idea where Geronimo lived. Oh, and notice Serpentor flew in on his uh, Serpentor uh, th- uh, flying throne mm. and uh, demanded that they go through with it, but. Then he was like absent for the rest of the episode. <laughs> yes, it's a very right? common thing. He, oh, yeah. he likes to step yeah. in, yeah. make make a scene, and then go to the craft table. He's I, done. You know, I feel like he's your he's your boss. That's like, oh god, okay, I got, I'm gonna go in. It's gonna be like, hey, oh, you do this, you do that. I'm managing. I'm managing. All right, I'm <laughs> At the beginning of the season, I thought that like, okay, we're we're taking some old season one episodes and just like shoehorning in Serpentor. He just comes in and says, do this. 
and then you just do have the regular episode that was already written. Yeah. But now we're well into the season, and it's still happening. I will say this. We learned from Buzz right. that uh, that he he presented two... He presented two uh, uh, stories mm-hmm. for them to be like, oh, when they were like, oh, yeah, yeah, let's like make a make a new story for this. And this was his less favorite one was the Serpentor story. Yeah, you and then know. so then when they were like, yeah, yeah, put that in, put in, put in someone above Cobra Commander. He was not happy because he was like, well, why didn't you tell me that there was supposed to be someone above Cobra Commander? Ew, so I, feel you're like just saying, is, I feel like this is Buzz being like, ah, fuck this guy. Put, in, put in 20 seconds of him and then let's forget he exists for a while. <laughs> yeah, because he didn't want to have him here at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So they just relegate him to this like walk-in duty. I tell yeah. you yeah. what, though, uh, Serpentor is bullshit. But uh, Cobra Commander gets to do so much more fun stuff. Yes. as a result, as not being Cobra boss, Commander he gets not to be, in this either. That well, yeah, he, well, he shows up. He's like, just, we could yeah, steal briefly. it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. He he literally is the same as Serpentor in this episode. I feel like it's the it's the time of uh, you guys know how I am with names. Oh boy, I feel like it's the time for See, this is this is every episode. <laughs> yeah. Sure, is how it works. Sure, sure. It's I char- mentioned it's it's how, you know, of I'm Mr. Peanut. How dare you, Gina? Look, we have established how that I am terrible you? with names. Yeah, here's yeah, but Dr. Mindbender. <laughs> I just forgot you, it. You're not allowed to I forget just, Dr. Mindbender. I forgot it. You're not allowed to forget Sergeant Slaughter, and you're not allowed <laughs> to forget Baroness. And we're not gonna call her Leather Tits McGee. Just I'm not gonna forget she her name. It. She likes I'm it. I'm not gonna I forget her name. That. How I dare you it, forget? I, I'm gonna call him Mr. Peanut anytime I forget his name. I feel like this is the time of Mindbender. I will fight you, this Gina. Is like his oh, time. Baroness is a great like uh, Leather Tits McGee. Uh, going off of that, <laughs> Baroness is a great costume for a cosplayer who just wants to just pull the the cobra symbol off and just go to an S and M club. <laughs> That, this is what I was for Halloween. Wow. How, yeah. like how, how, uh, how authentic uh, was your I costume? feel like, Ray, you've got your phone. Pull up a picture. Uh, I will find a picture we, right here. do other stuff. Um, I will find a picture, but can we discuss for a moment uh, the neighborhood? Because we cut to low light and dial tone. Uh, uh, moving in Lowlight's sister oh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, they're uh, Satin and Una and I thought it was weird because that's not the same Satin that's what Pyramid Jan of Darkness. and I were saying. Oh. Why, they only it's had like weird. two girl names. There, there's a there's a weird. character Hal in the in the first four episodes of the series and, where there's a blonde girl named Satin. Wow. And, the whole, and her backstory is that her dad was somehow destroyed by Cobra Commander, so she becomes a lounge singer to get close to him. Huh. Yeah, and she was framed. She was never yeah. seen again, and then they decided to use that same female name. Oh yeah, you guys look great. Thank you. Pretty fun. What a great combo! <laughs> the Sarge and the Baroness uh, finally together. Um, <laughs> the way it was meant to be. And and Satin is not. Uh, is there, are there any women named in real life named Satin? That's a stripper's it name. It is a stripper right? name. A stripper name. And yet it we've had two sense. in GI yeah. Joe now. Well, it kind of made sense for the lounge singer like oh right. this is my singer name but now Satin. it's his sister and she's not a joe so this isn't a code name well huh. and so we find out that una and satin are fashion models mm-hmm. and i'm a little bit confused by this because i'm i'm led to believe by the initial narrative that they're moving to new york to seek their fame to like they're not famous they're doing, but then we find out that they're like in these magazines yeah they're like high level magazines okay let, okay so here's something huge <laughs> in the episode they call everyone they bring in celebrities celebrity uh-huh. models that's yeah. not a term i've ever heard before i've yeah. heard supermodels for il- for an elite model like a Cindy Crawford, a mm-hmm. Naomi Campbell, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, so on and so forth. 
And Hal also pointed out that the magazines they're flipping through have no words in them. Yes, nope. there, there was no print. <laughs> it was just one large, glossy picture after another. The layout was terrible and simple. Oh, and also, I think if you go back, the pages were not double-sided. Nope. <laughs> I don't <laughs> the, Yeah, okay. they were single-sided. It was just a book of single-sided photos, and it's considered one of the great <laughs> fashion magazines. Here's the I thing. will say – yeah. We might be about to say the same thing. I know this from watching America's Next Top Model. They have things called lookbooks. So we're maybe... not going to say the same thing. <laughs> yeah, not even no. a little bit. No. I was going to say maybe. I bet one of the writers knew that like a lookbook was a thing, which is just like headshots of models, but confused it with a magazine. Maybe. <laughs> I was going to say that any eleven-year-old boy. Assumes that that is what fashion uh, yeah. magazines look like. Mm-hmm. You see the fat ass glamours on the on the <laughs> rack as you pass by looking for the comic oh, books. Oh, that's true. That's true. And you're like, I'm sure if you open it up, it's but just once you get to 12 and 13, then you you're... look for anything to masturbate. Yeah, to. sure. So correct. you grab your mom's glamour or. If it's in the house, but if yes. you're going to the newsstand, I mean, you're headed towards the the sports. Don't judge me, Chan. I'll do it where I want to. <laughs> uh, also, I'll, I'll argue those masturbating twelve and thirteen year old boys don't notice that there's words in there. Oh sure. So that's probably no, what they, oh, that's, you're, you're that's flipping how they through. See it. <laughs> yeah. And it's like words, words, mm-hmm. words, bikini. <laughs> <laughs> for the record, guys, I only read Glamour Girls for the uh, articles. <laughs> so. Also, this dates all of us. Because twelve-year-old uh, boys these days can just click on porn. Oh, of course. What? I don't. I don't understand it. Wait. I, what? I can't. I you can't imagine like, what it like would be like. You mean like the Pokemon porn that we pulled up during that oh, one episode? Oh God, of Gina, <laughs> Gina, why? Moving forward. Now, I don't understand. Low Light keeps talking about how he hates this neighborhood, and it seems like a normal neighborhood in New York. And as he's saying, like, there's a lot of crazies around here. These t- two 10-year-old kids on roller skates just go rolling by, and he's like, ugh. Oh, I didn't even notice that. <laughs> yeah, just, Maybe he's just a super racist. Well, he's racist. Yeah. They were white kids. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, he is just crazy. Oh, yeah. I think he's he just doesn't racist. like the city. Yeah, yeah, just city. cities. Period. He's yeah. just like urban, uh, like, so like urban centers. <laughs> pure silence. Yeah. Or, or maybe just existing is painful for him. So that he is hates, also he correct. Hates everywhere yeah. that he always is. <laughs> All I see are targets everywhere around me. <laughs> and so we get here. So the meat of the plot is uh, Cobra has a camera that hypnotizes people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, They're let's back in. up and hold and and point yeah. out the fact that if you have a camera that hypnotizes people, you don't need this fucking facial uh, rejuvenation That's bullshit. What I was you thinking. just take over people's brains. Oh, I oh was... no, but th- but this woman wanted to change her face. This very powerful woman. Yeah. By right, the way, right, but by back the way. to the thing that could have actually done uh, taken over the world exactly like they oh, wanted sure. to. But they, I will say though yeah. that this woman, this woman, Madame Vale, I remembered her name. Uh, has a killer old lady bod. Well, Madame Vale's been in like 35 episodes of G.I. Joe, unlike Dr. Mind... Oh, wait. <laughs> it's easy to see why she would recall. Uh, I kept thinking of Vicky Vale. Oh, yes. yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I think this is Vicky Vale much older. Yeah. I think that's quite possibly. I think, I think uh, uh, here's, here's a rewrite suggestion for you. Make her wear a veil for most of the episode, oh. and then at some point she un- unveils her hideous old woman face. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, doesn't she remind you of Mom from Futurama? 
Yes. Isn't that kind of exactly Ooh, who Mom she also is? has a pretty killer old lady bot. I yeah, mean, it's she does. supposed to be like kind of gross, but for, for how old, I think well, mom's supposed to be like 90 something. I don't know if we mentioned it, but yeah, Ma- Madam Vale is like a really old looking face. She's got spots and wrinkles all over her hands and arms, mm-hmm. but like she's, she's tight. It. Yeah. Tight. Banging, banging yeah. body. Yeah. That tiny little waist and that badonka donk in, uh, yeah. in the back. Some, I, some tickle bitties. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I guess my question would be uh, if you have a camera that hypnotizes people, why not hypnotize them before you're going to go put them in the chair? That way you've got a window till midnight. Oh, yeah. And they're not going to fight you or even be mad about it. That's a great listen, call. There right. are. There's a lot of questions that I have listen, for this episode. Liter- a lot that doesn't come together. Literally every episode of G.I. Joe would have ended with a Cobra victory if they just carted around that goddamn camera. Yeah. So, what I want to know is why do they keep trusting sensitive, expensive equipment to the Dreadnoughts? Here's the... Th- okay, That's a Gina, great question, to be fair. You have been on sets... You know that that looks like literally every oh, real crew But that's nepotism. That's nepotism usually. It's like, oh, this is my <laughs> idiot nephew. His mom made me give him this job. <laughs> mm, I don't I, you, you can't you can't staff every set uh in Los Angeles with with uh with family. This is a totally normal crew doing totally normal crew things. <laughs> and they're just incompetent, you're saying? Yes. They're not as good All- as a crew, but they you you at a look, at a glance, 100% pass. All of Hollywood, Robert Chan just called you out and said, you're all incompetent. Uh-huh. Come at me, bro. Come at us. <laughs> Take that, Hollywood. There's going to be a lot of guys burn, in kilts. Hollywood, burn, I smell a rush. There's going to be a lot of guys in kilts at your doorstep soon, Chan. <laughs> I'm just sad I'm not going to be able to get pa- get back over the bridge that Chan just burned to get home tonight. You right. know, It's very unfortunate. Um, so Zartan does a smart thing here. He knows the Dreadnoughts are completely incompetent. Uh-huh. He yeah. knows they're not going to get set up in time. He knows they're going to break something. So he puts Zorana in charge. Mm-hmm. And yeah. she just starts whipping their asses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't like the fact that he's making her do the emotional labor for him, though. Like, handle your own crew. Don't make your sister be the be the bad it's guy. her crew, too. I think Nepotism. she likes it, though. Yeah, like, you're right. She yeah. seems to take does. pleasure in bossing them around. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. Like, and- I... They pay her back by trying to rape her later. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, and then, uh, and so uh, Zartan and Baroness, they have to leave, though, so they can get into their French personas. Yeah. I don't know what. Bar- <laughs> Baroness was doing the same accent that the Baroness actually has. She was. She and she still had dark hair and glasses. I mean, here's the thing. Um, I, okay. I, 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 there's a very good reason for that. Yeah. Uh, Baroness is the Baroness, and and tomorrow she'll wake up and she's the Baroness again. Zartan is a master of disguise. But, but, so you can't oh, compare. You're about to get major you, pushback. You, really? <laughs> we have seen her. We have seen her in several other episodes. In one episode, she was an innocent farm girl with a southern accent. Really? In one episode, top. she was a young Jewish man. Yeah, wow. that's right. Um, she Arnold. is also very good. She Zart- really half-assed it today. Zartan and Baroness both have had multiple uh, uh, undercover situations where they put on a mask, they uh, take on a persona. Wow. Zartan fucks up 80% of them. Yeah. He is just the worst. And Baroness and has never screwed up. 100% every time she nails it, nobody knows until yeah. she's like uh, gloating after they've already won. Yeah. It's a 100% so, until this episode. Because it turns out Zartan actually did a pretty good job, and yeah. Baroness did not. Yeah, she phoned yep. it in Wait with that crap. Mm-hmm. She didn't. You don't think was, that Lady Jane and Cover Girl later walk in? They're just like, oh look, clearly the Baroness. She looks exactly Who like the Baroness. Who are you fooling right now? <laughs> I mean, I, I assume that all um, 
all fashion photo- high fashion photographers in the eighties were European, so that would have just fit right in. And, and, ba- and Baroness did not fuck up because Lady J and CoverGirl they took the photos, got mm-hmm. hypnotized, That's and then true. and then went to that boat party. Was Thank I the you. only one thinking that like you got you got a camera pointed at like hot chicks? Make them kiss a little or something. Yeah, <laughs> like you're hypnotizing them, and you're just gonna kiss. Make them scissor. Like, this is for whacking material. This what is for Madame Vale's no, but face I'm just catalog. Saying, like, you you don't want to test it out a little at all. You're just of course like, I go do. to the party. Okay, well let's tackle this issue. In the real world, you would not have needed any sort of hypnotizing bullshit. You would have just had to say, um, "You're going to be on the cover. I'm going to make you a star." And- and and boom, they will do exactly the same thing they would have done otherwise. That's they would true. they would have, you could have walked them right into that dungeon and said, "You know, just wait here for <laughs> for six days, and we will make you a star." And they'd be like, "All right, yeah." And but how like it's so like they, they have to get the perfect celebrity models to uh, to find uh, to, to get their faces. Why don't they just like? Kidnap normal people. Great kid, normal, kidnap a people. normal, young, mm-hmm. lovely woman, yeah. and then that's a perfectly acceptable face for this for this old woman. And you don't draw as much attention to yourself, or well, just kidnap the celebrities. My other, yeah, like the ruse. They're going missing either way. <laughs> yeah. My, my other question about this though was, why do you need so many faces? You have the book. Pick out the one person well, you want. Here's nope. another question: Can the model be dead? <laughs> For the face oh. transfer, can you just put her, her corpse in the chair oh, wow. and do the face transfer? Oh, Game changer. Yeah. Game changer. Her, fa- her skin would be tighter. Yeah, that's true. and then if and then if you kidnap them and you don't need them, you sell them into some kind of taken situation. That's, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah, that is a good point. Well, yeah, the the business model behind this is that she's going to get the most beautiful face, then she's going to give out faces to other. Uh, no, ugly I people. get it, but I feel like you're you're planning too far in advance. There, just kidnap one, do one. one Gina face does not understand capitalism. I'm <laughs> not even kidding. I assume the plot was kidnap all the women in a dungeon. Madam Vale picks out one of them. We have like nine others, and you we just, just throw, throw away. them away. I swear to God, I yeah. just thought that, or or somehow keep them around for like twenty years. But then she isn't planning far in advance because then they're going to get old, and then it's they're going to need a new it's face. Very I want to know why she can't. Why Madam Vale can't transfer her face to the younger woman? Then at least the younger woman still has a face. She's not some no face. Oh freak. yeah. Mm-hmm. She, she's she's not, not as attractive. She's not in the business but... of charity here. <laughs> oh, maybe that's what all the other women are for. For just it's like playing a uh, 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 string along faces, oh, musical like those faces, books musical that you faces. Used to have where it would be like you could make like a cowboy head with a ballerina body <laughs> oh, yeah. and then a football player's feet. Mm-hmm. I'm into it. Sounds hot. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's raised so, perfect woman there. Okay. GI Joe will return after these messages. He'll fight for freedom wherever there's trouble. G.I. Joe is there. G.I. Joe. Cobra's attacking our winter outpost. Call the members of the G.I. Joe team. And here's Gung Ho, Airborne, Doc, and Snow Job. And every Joe has a two-handed battle grip. Get aboard the Battle Bear. It's G.I. Joe to the rescue. G.I. Joe. We chased off Cobra. Way to go, Joe. G.I. Joe Battle Bear. Joe and Cobra figures each sold separately from Hasbro. Now, back to G.I. Joe. 
Okay, uh, I got a little ahead of myself because I, I uh, yeah, you definitely, did. I definitely did way yeah. far. So uh, 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 in the episode, uh, why are the ladies driving the Ostriker to the to the event to the photo shoot? Because uh, Dial Tone and Lowlight are hanging because on the because Dial Tone wants to get laid. Wait, Lowlight's mean... sister? That's creepy. The, not the other one. I mean, Satin. He's going to get on Satin. Yes, oh, he's got a spare. Of course, he's going to be like, yeah, sure, ladies, drive this military vehicle. It's 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 what we do. Does Lowlight's sister appear in other episodes? I don't think we so. We have never okay. seen her yeah. before. Uh, there's a lot of these uh, one-off episodes. Madam sure. Vale, also not a thing before oh, either. Yeah. Um, and how lazy are these photo shoots? They take like five total pictures. Mm-hmm. Half of them, like their faces aren't even looking at the camera. Yeah. yeah. That one, like in, in one of the main setups, one of them was walking forward and one of them was walking away. <laughs> yeah. And it's all in front of a little uh, a backdrop of was it a beach? A, a beach. Yeah. <laughs> they don't change the backdrop once. They don't. Not, they don't put them in bathing they suits. They don't put them either. in swimwear. No, no. They're just yeah. Like, yeah, full full dress at the beach. Yeah, like clothes they came in with. Late, yeah. yeah, later on, Lady Jane and Covergirl come in and just like yeah, just wait. No, don't even bother taking your coat off. Just just walk. Are we yeah. are we gonna get a wardrobe bump you know, for this? What, what, I wore I yeah, wore I my own. Is this, do I get a wardrobe? Just write it bump? off. Just write it off. No time. No time. <laughs> I mean, and, and weirdly enough, all of these, in theory, great fashion models don't see anything amiss with any of this situation. I think that they've probably seen much, much worse. Oh, you might be right. <laughs> yeah, it's, oh. it's tough getting started. Now I'm sad. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's the, so we find out that the pictures only last till the camera hypnotism only lasts till midnight, and they think they're at this ball gown party mm-hmm. with because uh, they say we're going to a party later. GI Joe, the sisters do, and they end up in an alleyway with all these dreadnoughts and one viper. Yeah. This, this yeah. one random viper just hanging out, and I just—I wish I could just see that guy's inner dialogue. You know, like I wanted to see the the lead up. They're like fancy jet because they looked—they were right. hypnotized, so they thought they were fancy gentlemen. I want to see their fancy gentleman talk that they had. Like, what was the small talk like that they were making with them? Um, I will say that this is weird. That it was daytime. They walk into a subway. They show up at this place and presumably have some sort of. Uh, uh, ball experience for the next, uh, say, six hours <laughs> until midnight, and I, I guess the the dreadnoks and the one viper have to stand around like fucking creepers uh, because that's you know yeah. that's how it ends. Uh, also, though, they're only going two at a time. Yeah, yeah. Like they're collecting these uh, women, just like what? Why not get them all? Just take oh, them all in one fell swoop. Have one Ooh. big party. Because then they would yeah. be suspicious. They would be like, ah, oh, come on. Why are we photographing 10 women in front of a tiny beach scene? Plus all a at little once? tougher to wrangle. Yeah. They're hypnotized. Why didn't they just send them right to the right to the <laughs> That's dungeon? the other question. Yeah. Why do we need a ruse? To, because mm-hmm. they wanted to feed them uh, fake canapes. And what are then the canapes? Oh, I feel like it's like garbage can rats and then just to be balled dicks? up newspaper. Are they just being dicks then? Is not not. I think I think knowing the dreadnoughts, they were like, "Oh crap! What's a fancy party like? Oh well, they've got they've got hors d'oeuvres and things. What do we have that could double as an hors d'oeuvre?" I think it was all born of stupidity. Why would they even have let the? I got the impression that they showed up at the party and they it looked believable, and then boom, they they revealed. Oh, they were only they were only hypnotized for like that one minute. Yeah, how long did it take on the subway? 
No, it was. I a guess long if they're hypnotized, it probably took them like there's. Well, a little, you got till midnight. Somehow like, they're like gremlins. You know, after yeah. midnight, the effect wears off. Mm-hmm. I'm a little concerned that it was more of knowing the dreadnoks that it was more of like a sucker punch situation. That they were like terrible things were happening to them until they woke up at midnight, and oh, then they maybe. were seeing this illu- illusion around them. Till oh like, yeah, I, I assumed that the dreadnoks, as they were fancy gentlemen, were honking boobs left I, and right. I have to be. Have and they, to but be. they like were pretending that they were like offering them drinks, like they were like, like champagne. That's fair. The, yeah. I mean, the dreadnoks strike me as uh, rapists, right? Right. Yes. Oh, yeah. yes, yes, absolutely. Yes. Unfortunately, yes. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Uh, so let's see here. So we go over to the. Sh- so we cut back to the shooting range, and low light like blows out every single target that they have. Uh-huh. And uh, he's only pissed off because his sister moved to the city. He doesn't even know about the terrible things that are happening to her at this oh, point. Oh, I didn't think he was pissed off. I think this is low light under the best of circumstances. Oh, you don't think that it was just unrelated? I think this is just how he trains. I he think he terrifying. kills everything. He's his, just a yeah. He's just a cantankerous rattlesnake <laughs> yeah. of a guy. Uh, let yeah. me see if I have this clip. Uh, this is the one I'm thinking of because I have a little sound pull for this. I'll scene. tell you what I've got. <laughs> what 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 happened to him? <laughs> he just you know what he knows he's wrong. He doesn't have an yeah. answer, and he knows that no one's going to push him. So he's just like, bah. and he turned into bazooka for just a moment. For a moment. Uh, I was of the under- understanding that G.I. Joes are, like, top secret and nobody knows who they are. Why is his sister's agent <laughs> calling him at the base, like, by name? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know. That's a good point. Um, <laughs> And then uh, can you give me the sound poll right now of when she gets mad at him because all the models in town are now gone? And, and he's not going to do any good because. But I don't think you'd look too good in a string bikini. I love that line. Uh, it's, a, I just, it's a decent line. Uh, it, it made me happy. She really put him in his place. Also, also, I bet he probably would. He's a Joe. He trains hard. He'd look good in a string bikini. He'd look good in a regular bikini, like in a, in in a, a speedo, maybe. Speedo. But a right. string bikini yeah. for like a. I'm a, if, assuming. I'm making some leaps here mm-hmm. that uh, that low light is a. St- just a straight cisgender male. Yep. He <laughs> might not be comfortable in a string that's, bikini. That's true. Uh, I also think he's super hairy. I just get really? the vibe that he's no. got like, he's he a, just he's doesn't a blonde shave man. anything. Yeah. Doesn't no, no, he's a blonde you man. You don't think? Yeah. He's clean yeah. shaven. I think he's clean. That, and he wears yeah. a string bikini when he goes down to his basement to tend to his sheep, <laughs> oh, no. which are women that he has kidnapped yeah. and locked in cages. And he puts the and, lotion in the basket. Yes. And he keeps the and he keeps the basement in low light. Yeah, oh. is, that, that that's how he got from. his name. Yeah. Yeah. This, this got also explains why he's so mad about his sister being kidnapped and thrown in a dungeon mm-hmm. because this he knows is what, what she's in store or what's in store. Yeah, for her. he's like, this is what I do. You don't do it to my family. <laughs> I do it to yours. And, and then uh, when uh, the, uh, the the when the woman from the magazine called him, he's like, "Do you know where they are?" And uh, he he plays dumb. And he's like, "Oh, uh, was she a great big fat person?" <laughs> 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 Low light is really Buffalo Bill yeah. from yep. Silence of the Lambs. This is a good theory that I think is probably accurate. Thank you. Working theory has yet to be uh, disproven. Yeah, disproven. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, they drop a whole bunch of magazines on mainframes desk and say, uh, "Find out about every single model in every one of these magazines." Oh, yep. he, he is, tells them he is jacking it like nobody's business right now. <laughs> <laughs> He's got Zerana. Main, oh, talking about? Mainframe is jacking the main vein. Oh, <laughs> hey, you know what I'm talking about, Chan? I feel you, player. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I. That must be why he pads out his estimate 
It was like two weeks, only two weeks to jerk off to every one of these <laughs> pictures because it takes all of 10 minutes for him to come yeah. up with this huge list of names and go right to Flint with it. And then even at the end of the day, none of the names even matter because they just look at the cover of the magazine that says extensive enterprises on it. <laughs> maybe he just saw that and went, I don't think I need to do that bullshit task. Yeah. maybe like, I think we're already good. They probably should have, that should have been the first thing they did. They should have been no. like, oh, do you think that that crooked business that's owned by those two twins who clearly work for Cobra... Do you think their magazine that now has a bunch of missing models in it, do you think they have something to do with it? Now, I was under the impression uh, – yeah, I, I got confused there. What, was it an existing popular magazine that they just kind of had some evil in to take over or did they create this magazine? Well, no, they just... we've seen in past episodes that Cobra has its own magazine. It's called Cobra Life. Yes, we do. <laughs> yes, wow. I believe, I believe Chan has You're looking a, at me like I have a, pulled up this. The, Chan. Yeah, I believe Chan has a sound clip of, uh, of a Cobra guy reading and how, how delighted he how, is. How does Cobra Life make you feel, Chan? <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> That's a sound clip of wow. a guy yeah. reading Cobra Life. Oh, magazine. it sounds like there must the be. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's some yeah. cheesecake shots in Cobra Life. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but so I think it's a magazine that they created, right? I think well, extensive enterprises is a profitable business. Yeah. We've established that extensive enterprises is like Trump Enterprises and kind just of. has has Only their successful. hands in a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Only not bankrupt, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. Well, when they sell stakes, I mean. Top quality and actually yeah. people buy them. But they'll put that name on anything is what I'm saying. Like they'll oh, be yeah. like, oh, yeah, get a, get a bunch of buildings, get some boats, get a magazine. Yeah, well, it's like uh, Nabisco or like when you when you see that when you get those pictures of like um, uh, General Mills and like all of the products they make. And oh, there's just like yeah. hundreds of them. You're like, Jesus Christ, I had no idea <laughs> that the people that make uh, cheese puffs are the same people that make, you know, Jergens lotion. Fertilizer. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, we, we've theorized in the past that the Crimson Twins are the Koch brothers. Oh, just uh-huh. early on in mm-hmm. their career. Mm-hmm. So they make all the toilet paper. Same on Tomax? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, okay, so G.I. Joe cracks a plan. They're like, we got to go check this out. So they get Cover Girl and Lady J mm-hmm. to dress up as Alana and Tatiana. Titania. Titania. <laughs> like the Shakespearean. It could be a name that's real. Fairy Queen. Oh, Titania. Uh-huh. That's Tashiana, isn't it? It's spelled the same way. I think Is you're it? just. What? I'm very confused. Are, by you, this talking, name. are you talking about. The character from Midsummer Night's Midsummer Dream. Midsummer Night's Dream. Tashiana, not... Queen of the Fairies. He's it's spelled the same way, so Ray reading it could could presumably uh, if he's never seen the play. I gotta go with Chan on this one. Just uh, just go just with for the guy that deep pull. Just for that deep pull. Run a goddamn Shakespearean troupe. Nerd. It's uh, I'm just saying I've been in Midsummer Night's Dream before. Oh well, do you, I that's, get any that's street why cred you got, for that? That's why you got fired. That's also correct. <laughs> go ahead and read that, Ray. Going to read that name. That's Titania. Titania, but that's yeah, not Tatiana. T i t a n i a. Can't even pronounce it. It's just it's jacked up. Is all I'm trying to say. It's still <laughs> spelt differently. Gosh darn it. Hold on. It's real to me. Hold damn it. On. Let's just go ahead and move forward because Zorana gets herself hypnotized by the Dreadnoughts who think it's goddamn uh, hilarious. By the way, this is rapey as fuck too. I just, I really thought pants were coming off in this uh, scene. Yeah. And I was like, this is a children's cartoon. Yeah, they're I'm like, very uncomfortable. Uh-huh. let's show let's show our boss a thing or two and make her do some. I think at some point they're like, let's make her do some stuff yeah the, and there was uh th- like there was as much boob in that scene oh, as yeah. there was do you guys remember in um oh in batman v superman amy adams in the bathtub uh-huh Mm-mm. yeah that was like it, they it was like as close magical as water or something <laughs> because 
like as close as you could possibly get to not seeing areola. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> and same here with uh, Zarana. If you, I would like anyone who's listening to this to create a uh, a, 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 a frame by fr- or a picture in picture or right next to each other. Just yeah. th- th- those two moments. Also, Photoshop in a nipple while you're at it because I, mean, I feel like yeah. she either has super super low nipples, like her nipple is like on the underside of her boob. <laughs> Or like whoever, or or they went back in and and had to like digitally edit it out. That whole oh, yeah. boob is hanging out in that one moment yeah. where she punches, yeah. d- destroys the camera. Yeah. Yep. But she gets hypnotized by it, and mm-hmm. instead of anything truly rapey happening, they just say, "Why don't you go to that party?" Yeah. Uh, the, yeah. Clear the, lack of imagination the, on their part. The, the line. The line is. And oh. that never ends well, no. <laughs> other than a children's cartoon. If you're nope. at a frat party and you're walking by a doorway and you hear that being said, yep. uh-huh. open the door and call the cops yep. because yes. something terrible is about to happen yep. that you can prevent. Mm-hmm. Also, understandably, later on, they're like, oh, crap. We have to go tell Zartan that we hypnotized his sister. What should we do? And one of them is like, ah, let's just tell him we meant it as a joke. And what a dick <laughs> Dr. Mindbender is, you know? Oh, that's, you know, I mean, that's a whole can of worms. No, right I, there. you're gonna I, defend Doctor Mindbender. Guaranteed, Uh-oh. Zartan had just done something to fuck him over. But because this is that his is, sister. Yeah, but that's clear. Even if you're in, a, even if you're part of a, a villainous organization, like you know, like Hitler and Goebbels get in an argument. Okay, <laughs> like Hitler. Uh, uh, well, okay, Hitler probably would murder Goebbels' sister. Okay, you know what? I, I take it back. Here, here's, here's how I think this went down. I think it started as like a, a light, like prank war, like uh, like Zartan replaced his 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 caffeinated coffee with decaf, and then he was like, "Oh, why am I so sleepy?" Or, or put crazy glue around his monocle. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, exactly. let me take a look. And then and then this is the natural escalation of things. Mm. That's I'm, a real escalation, Gina. I'm pretty uh, sure the way it, steps in between the coffee and the and the sister rape slash murder slash take her face. Yeah, uh, this this would have ended in other circumstances with uh, uh, somebody's face getting taken. Serana's not at the top of that list. Oh. Not by a long shot. Mm. She was in there in the running for sure. But then they would have just like. Uh, Kept her there for a couple of days and then like, all right, fine. Because she's actually part of the Cobra organization. Oh, it's not okay. like she's some uh, bum off the street or even just a, a, a relative. She's part of the organization. I think if Madame Vale decided that she liked Zorana's face, if she decided that Zorana was like the hottest, I think they would have strapped her to that strapped chair. Strapped her in a right second. in. But our hand's not there. We all know that she's not. <laughs> she's just not. She's pretty hot. I she's she's I, in the like, oh, you can't it. afford a, a brand new supermodel so, face. Here's our slightly used faces. Yeah, I don't want to get it. Yeah. If you're on a budget. Yeah. Here's Saran. It's the piercings that make her sexy, not the face. (laughs) So G.I. Joe, uh, uh, they they follow down to the docks uh, in a really quick scene, and then the stuns come out of the garage like they were apparently just hanging out. Don't even have time to open the doors. They just crash Uh through. Yep. And and we've seen this scene from the other side. Yes. uh, When um, Thunder. Thunder Cover Girl was stuck in that yeah with yep. that little uh, storage area and Cover Girl was just just irritating the shit out of him. <laughs> the, the the Cobras there was probably one Cobra and there was like hey guys you guys like uh, Wayne Newton man I just I, I went I went to Vegas last week and I saw, he's just a master oh, he's a master showman. Uh-huh. You're giving Cover Girl a lot of credit. I feel like her her small talk is just and then when I was seven I went. <laughs> 
I went to a farm and I saw a pony and the pony liked sugar cubes. And then when I was eight, I my parents built a brand new bathroom. And man, was that cool. Boy, I'm sure glad I'm deaf. <laughs> I'm thundering. <laughs> uh, well, one of the drivers of the stuns is a total boss in this scene because he just crashes. It looks like he's going off the pier for no good reason. Mm. But he hits a big pile of crates and knocks them on all the Joes. And he captures like seven members of the Joe team by himself. Oh, yeah. That was like, that was like a strike. Score. Yeah. If we're talking, you should be they should be listing this in their file cards under weapon specializations boxes because boxes and crates are among the most effective <laughs> yeah. tools in the G.I. Joe world. You can't kill people, so you've got to like put things on top of them yes, so they, they can't Yes, they couldn't hit anymore. anyone with one of their red or blue lasers. Yep. Yeah. Boxes. I will say that uh, uh, having worked on a cartoon and having dealt with standards and practices, mm-hmm. I feel like because uh, the note that we always got was like, oh, it can't be replicatable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so giant boxes and crates, little kids aren't going to be able to push those over onto a, a sibling or anything like that. So they were like, yeah, this is a safe weapon to use on other on other oh, yeah. uh, bad guys. I remember only a few episodes ago, Zorana did that to mainframe. Well, exactly. they were hanging out exactly. together before they started making out and getting mm-hmm. it on. <laughs> um, so... We learned this lesson in the previous in the Oda Cobra episode with Destro and Cobra Commander. You can only push him so far, and then he's going to turn on you and then like work against the greater good. In Oda Cobra, this was Destro going to the ship oh, where uh-huh. the Baroness was trying to lure the billionaire. Here, Dr. Mindbender, for no good reason, is pushing Zartan when he's in charge of the Joe prisoners. Yeah. Yeah. So immediately Zartan dresses like a viper. Uh-huh. Uh, goes Hold on, there. you just skip oh, it right sorry. over. The, That's a, the crazy thing is, what, as I'm saying that? it, I'm like, we need to get that scream in there somewhere. <laughs> uh, family ties. Is that scream used every episode? No. No, oh. they, do, they, they do time. use a lot of crazy screams okay. in a lot uh, of episodes. But yeah, that is, that is right after Zartan says, hey, by the way, Dr. Mindbender... The idiot Dreadnoughts, uh, in an attempt to write my sister, sent hypnotize her and sent her to this party. Can you just send her back and don't steal her face? And then right. Mindbender's like, no, I'm totally going to steal yeah, her face. Yeah, Mindbender's like, remember the decaf? <laughs> <laughs> I was sleepy for days. But also, I feel like that Zartan scream was supposed to be quick, but he just he emoted so beautifully. Yeah. We got to yep. use all five seconds of it. <laughs> yeah. So strong. <laughs> Yeah, he has. He has. I feel like the, they were coaching that voice actor. They were like, "All right, your sister's about to have her face stolen by a weird guy with a codpiece. How would you feel?" And he was like, "I got this." <laughs> <laughs> Weirdly enough, that happened to me last week. <laughs> and you let out that exact scream. Channel my inner demons here. Uh, yeah, so he escapes over, and uh, so th- he says, you have to rescue Zorana mm-hmm. if I let you out of here. And they're like, yeah, sure, whatever. And then little light on the way out's like, oh, by the way, fuck you. Psh, right in the nose and knocks mm-hmm. him unconscious. And it's like, you didn't have to. I know. I know he's a bad guy. I mean, he di- he, he made no bones about it. He, when he was in jail, it was like he was trying to strangle him. Yeah. And so yeah. You're not wrong. You knew that that was coming. Also, Through I those feel like, wide bars. Mm-hmm. I feel like low light is, is a violence diabetic. Like if he doesn't, <laughs> if he goes a certain amount of time without like being violent, he gets he gets like the shakes. He, he gets violent. He has PTSD. Y- yeah. Oh, no, he's yeah, got severe exactly. trauma. Uh, yeah. Exactly. We've talked with Buzz about this before. Mm-hmm. Low light had major childhood trauma, which has turned him into the scariest goddamn person you would ever want to. Did not it, what happened? Is Grandpa suck his dick? Or? <laughs> we think uh, it's probably something. Probably. See, saw his little brother get eaten by alligator. What? You remember what yeah, happened? Saw on his that little episode? brother get eaten by an alligator. Who was sucking his grandpa's dick. Oh damn! So you remember that episode of Different Strokes in the Bicycle Shop? Yep. I think that I think he was 
uh, the Arnold of that oh, uh, man. of that situation. Oh, Arnold's it. probably pretty messed up from that, huh? Uh, see, seeing Dudley, uh, seeing Dudley get molested. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, excuse me, the Dudley of that the situation. Dudley. Oh, Dudley was Arnold. the one. That's, who... that's what I was going for. Oh, okay. Yeah, gotcha. I think they both yeah. ended up taking their shirts every, off. Every, every, so. I assume every little kid that's like in a sh- like cousin Oliver. Hey, I feel like some terrible Oliver. things happen. I'd, ra- I'd rather be Dudley than Dana Plato. <laughs> well. More like Dana Play Dead. Am I right, you guys? <laughs> We're going to get letters for that one. Welcome back to Going For It with Hal Rudnick. <laughs> uh, Sorry, I apologize to the family and the estate of Dana Plato. <laughs> well, it's all good then. Also, uh, when the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie. And a moray. Ah, that's Amore. Well, and Zartan says, I'm going to provide you with weapons and Amore. G.I. Joe shows up at the dock, has no weapons, and then has to steal the Amore. There were two. The one <laughs> at the two, end was for them. What, what if they showed up at the dock and it was Zartan standing there with some guns and then a bottle of wine and a smoking jacket? <laughs> no, this is for the Amore. <laughs> they would have been so into it. Yeah, the, the episode ends right there. We're yeah. done. You guys want to pop a molly? (laughs) (laughs) We assume the women get killed after that. Oh, no. (laughs) Low light doesn't even care anymore. Yeah. I'm I'm already dark enough inside. It's Mm, fine. Turns out low light was a low life. (laughs) Oof. So uh, we have an interesting thing here where they go to take Una, Lowlight's sister, of course, uh-huh. uh, to put her in the face swapping machine. Mm-hmm. And there's a big fight that comes over. The ladies start kicking some viper ass, and yeah. they all have the guns, and they say, hey, uh, knock it off. We're going to kill you all. And they're like, oh, okay, cool. And then a little bit later on, the women escape, and then the vipers are there in the exact same situation, ready to put it down, and they get the order, put your guns on the side of the wall, and yeah. don't fight them. No, Let no, them kill not, your ass. not don't fight them. Don't damage don't, their sweet, sweet faces. Don't hurt them, yes. so, You don't want, you don't want, it's, it, t- it only well, takes one elbow to the face to have a nose, like, you know. But my point, why don't, yes. Yeah, why didn't they just shoot out their kneecaps? Thank you. Or, or, oh, or how about yeah. this? What changed between scenario one and scenario two yeah. five minutes later? I think it was just like, oh, just a thread of guns. But then the women were more determined, which, by the way, I, I actually wrote in my notes because they kept they kept cutting between like the guys were coming to rescue the women. And I was like, oh, oh, don't don't make this that don't make this that the women can't help themselves and the dudes come out. So kudos to this episode yeah. for, for letting the women, you know, like kick some ass and the guys mm-hmm. being sort of irrelevant in the end. But not kudos for this episode for making aging look like the worst <laughs> prison imaginable. Yeah, there is, there is no good moral to this either. There is no good, there is no, there's no PSA at the end that's like, hey kids, you may think your mom is a gross old hag. But remember, she was once hot. Don't hate old people and look at old. Yeah, right? I like to think that this inspired a generation of uh, stem cell researchers. Oh, yeah. They try and yeah. fight off the effects of we, we Or someday... Beverly Hills plastic surgeons. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I feel like, yeah, the, the, the failed uh, gene uh, research has fallen. Either into, way, uh, this is responsible for making Christopher Reeves walk again. Someday. <laughs> we'll get there someday, guys. Uh, uh, oh, Gina. Gina. Uh, guys. We're going to get there, uh, gonna get there uh, someday. Uh, he's going he's to be Superman uh, again, guys. Let's just agree and move on. <laughs> There's a moment I did just skip past, and it does deserve a little more recognition. And it's where uh, a cover girl and Lady J are holding up an actress, a movie star mm-hmm. who's got a bobby mm-hmm. pin, and she's working a, a circuit board of some kind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then she's able to cut the entire power for the entire building. <laughs> yeah. Somehow from the inside of the prison cell. Because of because she says, it's just like my movies. 
Oh, God. <laughs> Which, like, w- it would probably make more sense to have a Joe go up there because I'm sure they at least have some small yeah. amount of training in that. But those right? models can't hold up a Joe, though, right? I like, feel like I feel like mm. we we missed a scene. We missed a scene where the where they turned to the 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 cave of the <laughs> the woman pit, the woman and pit set, and pit. And said to them, like, does anyone have skills to to hack into a mainframe and, and shut it down? I was in a movie where yeah. I did that one. I was in Mission Impossible 8. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I'm Sandra Bullock, and I was in the net. Yeah. <laughs> so I could clearly hack any device yes. we need. But she does it. But Good she pulls it off. She can put that on her actor's access resume now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> could for short sure. the power to an entire building if kidnapped. Yeah. Oh man, the talk show, the whirlwind talk show tour that all those beautiful women <laughs> oh, must have oh, gone yeah. on. Yeah, the tell-all stories. Yeah, you know, I like, was kidnapped by Cobra. They're seated. They're seated yeah. in like two stadium like uh, seating rows. Mm-hmm, oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Phil Donahue would have just gone. Oh nuts my yeah. goodness. Yeah, that might have needed both Phil Donahue and Connie Chung to interview uh, all those women. Uh, yeah, yeah, I suppose they could have her on NBC mm-hmm. uh, Nightly News. Yeah. Well, G.I. Joe shows up to rescue them, and to Gina's great delight, I assume, mm-hmm. they're too late. The ladies have already wrapped that shit right up. Yeah. 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 All, the, all, the, uh, all, the, all the Cobra soldiers are laying there with like, hands on the, gr- like, on the ground and the, at gunpoint being held. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know that as the Cobra, uh, as the Joe men were running up, uh, through their head was going the thought, oh, God, we are going to get so laid for this. It's like your friend on Facebook who posts, who's like a guy but posts a lot of like feminist stuff and then is like, oh, it's totally going to get me laid at the UCB New Year's Eve party. <laughs> this is like what, what they were thinking, like, oh, fuck, we're going to storm in there. We're going to swoop up those ladies and they're going to have to give us that puss. And then they came in and they're like, what do I do with my night now? I got to go home and jerk off to 12, 12 oh, issues of uh, Cobra Life. Come on, magazine. ladies. Not even a thank you, HJ. <laughs> I guess they turn to each other and be like, well, guys, we're still here. That's true. Yeah. There, was, there was a lot of man-on-man action Man, that night. That, that must have been a frustrating moray ride back to the <laughs> <laughs> There was no amore on that moray. <laughs> Lowlight breaks off, and he goes straight to the lab, because he just, he just, the viper says, they're in the lab. He goes, cool. And he somehow just knows where that is mm-hmm. in this gigantic base. Mm-hmm. Breaks in right away. Dr. Mindbender reaches for that uh, uh, lever. Because, yeah. of course, there's a lever on the machine to pull it. But he, has, he, he, he hesitates for a second. There's a moment of, I know I can, but sh- I should? Question mark. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then Lowlight's like, no chance, motherfucker. <laughs> just like yanks him down with like appropriate takedown techniques. And mm-hmm. they, they punch it all around. I, I think I know why it is that uh, Dr. Mindbender hesitated for a moment. It's because he has severe OCD and he has to repeat phrases <laughs> in his head before he can do any activity. It would make so, sense. So, so it, it was like, mother cooks the chicken. Mother cooks the chicken. <laughs> and, and like he was going through his mantra and then he was halfway through. Boom. Uh, foiled. <laughs> Yeah, that that one hundred percent checks out. Yeah, we, he, he's he's had this sort of we, behavior in the past. Yeah, yeah read between the, read between his, the lines, guys. We've seen his <laughs> terrible dreams that he's had, so this mm. is in keeping with them. Um, okay, uh, who's who has the most GI Joe knowledge? Ray. I would Ray. say it's probably me. Okay, Ray. Uh, can I throw something at you? <laughs> please, please, do. Um, I'll do my best. Can you? Uh, I would love for you to rank the this hierarchy of Cobra of 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 this Cobra Rogues Gallery. I'll name the I'll name a bunch of Cobras. Okay, and can you rank them from lowest to highest? Lowest uh, uh, from lowest, lowest ranking highest. to okay. highest. Yeah, Baroness Destro, Major Blood, 
Samot and Tomax, Zartan, Serpentor, Cobra Commander, Dr. Mindbender. Okay. okay. <laughs> it's a lot to keep track of. In that was my head. seven. That was seven. Okay, I would okay. say right now Zartan's on the bottom. Okay, uh, because he's the one everybody pushes around. He's, he's below Major Blood. Yeah, Major Blood is just above oh. him. They're both okay. Mercs. Okay. Yeah, but Major Blood's a little more tied to the organization. Zartan's Major Blood wears a Cobra helmet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's oh. true. Oh yeah, yeah. you're right. You're Maybe right. he was a, a, a mercenary and then he became okay, permanent. So, and uh, so then I would go Major Blood right above Zartan. Yes. Uh, then I would go probably. If Serpentor is involved in the equation, we got to go Cobra Commander is actually lower than he would be otherwise. Okay, we still have a name Baroness or Destro. I would or, say ba- or Tomax and Zamon. Yeah, Baroness okay. would then come next in the in the what? pecking order. Above yeah. Major. You think she's above Tomax and Zamon? I, I mean, think, think she's, she's below. below. I do. No way. Ugh. She's, she's no. got Cobra Commander's ear. They're they're busy doing businessy stuff. But a lot. but, but Cobra a... Commander has to answer Ooh. to them financially. He does not have to answer to the Baroness in the same way. Yeah, there's uh, there's there's some um, sideways uh, uh, motion here. Like the mm-hmm. yeah, the Tomex and Zamot are kind of outside the organization. Gotcha. Yeah. and have a but tremendous they wear Cobra symbols. Sure, because you know, like well, uh, I mean, they're. So, so that no one gets in. confused. So it's like, I, hey, I'm, I'm Steve Bannon. I, I work for Breitbart. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'll wear, a, I'll wear a Trump tie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's something. a lot of, it's a lot of like tiers. It's not so much like a, a specific pecking order. It's okay. like a tier. Gotcha. So like Zartan, Major Blood, a tier. And in that, I would put Major Blood ahead. I would say the Twins and Destro and Baroness, yep. the same tier. But I would say it would go Baroness, Destro, Crimson Twins oh, in ascending wow. order. Oh, wow. wow. Above, Crimson Twins above Destro. Above Destro, I think. Wow. Because Destro, again, he's more of just like, and I actually put Dr. Mindbender in there as well. And Dr. Mindbender would be on the bottom of all of those four. Gotcha. Uh, so Dr. Mindbender, Baroness, Destro. Astro, okay. Uh, twins, uh, definitely, but they're in a tier. And then together. we talked about it earlier. And then Cobra Commander's right there in his own tier yes. because he's the uh, confidant, the conciliary of Serpentor. Yes. And then Serpentor is the Cobra Emperor, so he's on yes. top. Gotcha. Thank you. That wow, that order. was very thorough. I appreciate I, that. I, oh, I don't want to say I think about things like that a lot, <laughs> but I'd be lying. But he thinks about it a lot more you than he what? thinks about his wife. There's nothing wrong with that, <laughs> baby. I miss you. Uh, I would like to. Does she listen to this? <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Good for her. <laughs> well, at least I hope not. <laughs> this uh, be the one. So, so the end of the episode, I was very bummed out that we didn't get to see. Oh yeah, the horrible face. Yes. So to set the stage really quick, so uh, low light shoots out the the the, the pole because Doctor Mindbender hits him with a chair and pulls the lever, and there's a big like power supply thing going mm-hmm. into the the face swapping chair that Una's sitting in. Low light shoots it. He says, uh, uh, "Don't avert your eyes." I don't even understand like people shooting lasers at each other all day, not worrying yeah. about their vision. But anyway, she yeah. averts her eyes, and then uh, uh, we find at the end the face swapping machine goes down or goes through, and then old lady has. No face. I can't. Messed she's up talking, face. so I don't know how she's talking. You don't get to see they what's happening. They to made her. it, but they didn't show it. We feel like it probably was, got cut out because it was too horrid. Was there one uh, f- faraway shot? Yes, uh, where you can sort of see you see shadows. Yeah, you yeah. See, you, you see that there are features that look a little bit wicky wacky. Yeah, <laughs> I I would think that she has no more face except for the fact that she's like, what what? Does, let me see myself. Let me see myself. Well, we also understand that the person without 
out of face in the opening scene of the episode. That was a computer simulation. That's not necessarily yeah. what yeah. happens in the real so world. Maybe she Eyes just has, like, mashed potatoes. Face. Yeah. Maybe she just has like mashed potato face. Or, I've or been like... waiting for somebody to sing that all episode long. <laughs> yes. Can I say that? Uh, I would like to, if I may, uh, Gina up this ending because it wasn't as dark as I wanted it to be. I've oh. done this before. It usually okay, so ends not so great. I, so just, I do, I do yeah. want to say that you're suggesting that it's going to be darker than <laughs> what this sound suggests. <laughs> It's nothing to look at. Wait for it. Nothing at all. You're going to make it worse than that scream. You know that I always like it. I like it dark. What's terrifying is because the scream happens... Lola and his sister walk down a hallway, and then it's like, do 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 That is the worst transition. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is a horror show. Ignore well, that old no-face We've lady destroyed kids. one life. <laughs> <laughs> this is, I don't know, a rank the G.I. Joe darkest endings we've ever seen. you got Sink the Montana, where the guy watches the ship that go down. That was the other one that I, that that I dark, darkened and then, up. And then uh, Shipwreck's uh, Welcome to Springfield, I, when, I, he, I when his children try to murder him with a bazooka yeah and it was just a dream or two so so in keeping with those two episodes which i darkened it up i'd like to darken this one up i think that i think that uh <laughs> it's uh, not dark the, the, the medic what's his name medic medic guy uh, lifeline lifeline oh, he says he's gonna try and help her so he so he forms a friendship with her over time and he God keeps damn. her in in this sort of like he puts her in a medically induced coma at first to see if he can operate on her face Nothing takes. It's sort of like that episode of The Twilight Zone where that woman has bandages on her face because she's in crazy pig town. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Which I would argue is the reason why we never see her face in this one. It is a deliberate homage. No, because you see who that is in The Twilight Zone. At the end Zone. of it, because she's yeah. normal looking. It's yeah, hot, but- It's Hottie McHot- hot Blonde. Sure, but uh, they spend the entire episode not looking at it, and it's sort of... Uh, yeah, I think that okay. I think second that parallel did. we've made to a Twilight <laughs> that's Zone. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. Also, she broke her glasses and now she can't read. Yeah, oh, no. yeah. So she's really oh, sad. No. The only on the so I think he. Floor. I think he puts her into a medical. Oh, and there was coma. a creature on the wing of the tomahawk <laughs> hel- of the tomahawk helicopter. <laughs> uh, he tries to he tries to do what he can for her, but he can't really do anything, and she ends up just being sort of like a gash of a mouth, uh, 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 and and sort of like two two. Cr- Half closed, milky eyes. <laughs> and, but but he heals her because he he helps build her back up. He builds her self esteem uh, back up. So and like teaches emotional her, healing. He teaches her that like, hey, your worth isn't in in how you look. And it takes it takes a year, but he finally convinces her to go outside, and and she's happy for the first time in her life. She's truly happy, and she steps outside, and there's a little girl, and the little girl screams and starts crying and Jesus. runs away. And then, just like the other two episodes that I darkened up, she, she goes herself? home, she puts on her sequin dress, oh, and she blows her brains out. Wow. And then I, I believe afterwards... Uh, but there's not much to work with. This music plays. <laughs> I actually picture That's really her... horrifying. There's not much to work with. <laughs> yeah. About her face. I picture her looking right into the, herself in the, mirror, or in the mirror and saying, like, I'm ready for my close-up. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just to really darkify it. What are you looking at? Nothing. Just a dream or two. Just a dream or yeah. two. Yeah. <laughs> well, take the gun. Swap this. Oh. <laughs> and uh, she got this machine built. Could she not just get the machine built again? Here's the thing. I have so only many got to repair questions. a tube, right? I have like, so many questions. Mm-hmm. 
Why didn't we get to see her face? If she has no face, how did she scream? Why did she need so many models? Doesn't, <laughs> doesn't Cobra still have the plans for this insane machine? Yes. Couldn't they just build another machine? Couldn't they just build another hypnosis camera and hypnotize everyone into giving them control of the entire world? Is this what Donald Trump is doing to us? <laughs> Has he built a hypnosis camera? Is that why so many people voted for him? What are we going to do no, now? No, when you're rich, they let you do whatever they want. <laughs> That's, true. <laughs> That's true. Uh, Grab him by the no face. Anything. Yep. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, Ooh. there you go. Oh, the official hierarchy of Cobra. Excellent. Totally unofficial. We'll tell you what. We'll, totally fan. In the know your Joe for this episode, we will talk about the hierarchy of Cobra because we're <laughs> we're running out of time today. It's time yeah. to get up out of here. So, uh, Hal, thank you so much for joining us. That is Glamour Girls. Oh wow, you guys! Thank you so much for having me. I loved GI Joe as a kid, and one of my best moments of my childhood was um, the eighth day of Hanukkah. One year, I received the GI Joe aircraft carrier. Oh. The USS Flag. Yes, oh. the crown and, jewel. Uh, oh yes. So um, this was. Still this, have it. Um, it it may be in um, a storage unit back in New Jersey. Oh, that, that's <laughs> where all my toys are yeah. too. Um, but in my uh, parents' attic in New Jersey. This was though. this was super fun, <laughs> guys. Mine, mine are in my so apartment much. right now. <laughs> <laughs> Is that? Oh, how anything you want to plug? Uh, oh, sure. This episode? Yeah, just uh, check out Screen Junkies every Thursday on YouTube, and check out the other stuff on that channel. And uh, yeah, hit me up on Twitter at Hal Rudnick. H-A-L-R-U-D-N-I-C-K. Well, that's fantastic. Well, let's yeah. do the other contact information for the show. You can go to Facebook.com slash Knowing is Half the Podcast. You can email the show, Knowing is Half the Podcast at gmail.com, or hit us up on Twitter at G.I. Joe Podcast. We have your Twitter. Mine is at Almighty Ray. I'm at 999 RPMs. I'm at Gina Ippy. And we're going to be back on Wednesday to uh, break down this episode even further and uh, uh, maybe learn a thing or two about Cobra Hierarchy <laughs> and ourselves. <laughs> Good night, everybody. I'm Kevin Goatee. Hey, I'm Kevin Israel. We host Gutting the Sacred Cow, the best and most unique movie debate podcast out there. Why? Because we invite our guests to pick a film that they find overrated or hate and try to convince us to see their argument. They must pick a film that is a financial success, widely beloved, or critically acclaimed. That's right. Some of the films our guests have tried to eviscerate, Raiders of the Lost Ark, Pulp Fiction, Ghostbusters? You can find us on all podcast platforms like Apple, Google, Spotify, and more. And if you want to watch our smiling faces, we're also on YouTube. GuttingTheSacredCow.com is where you find all of our information. And we look forward to our guests infuriating you when they attack your favorite films.